Switched on on F104 and I'm joined by Ivor Novella award-winning singer-songwriter Jamie Lawson. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm good. Thank you very much for chatting to us. So the new single is out, When It Comes to Love. Yes. Tell me is. a little bit about this single. Uh, it's a song uh, about my, well, not about my boy, mm-hmm. but for my boy, I suppose. Uh, I became a parent just before lockdown. So he was born in February. We went into lockdown in March. Wow. So it was a very odd time. Uh, you know, anyone that, who knows about being a new parent knows how odd, hard, mm-hmm. uh, life-changing, mm-hmm. uh, surreal it is anyway, without a... Uh, a pandemic a, you know, a in the middle of us. pandemic yeah. <laughs> involved as well. So it was a very strange time. And then um, uh, I was never sure being a creative person um kind of how writing would go how being a musician would be how he would kind of just creep into songs Mm. but that's kind of what he did so uh yeah this song is kind of like a a kind of hope for the boy that he'll just go out and be brave and be himself which is a really really hard thing to do was it subconsciously that you did that do you think um, you mean write a song for him about yeah. him? Yeah. Did it like yeah, start I, I, out that way? Yeah. I never kind of go into songs thinking I'm going to do that. I want to write about this specific thing. Yeah. But you know, a line might come along and I kind of, I, I think for this song, uh, partic- in particular, I had the chorus and I, I kind of knew what it was for and how it, how it was kind of what I wanted it to do. And then I, I realized I wasn't, I wasn't really making headway. Mm-hmm. with where I wanted it to go. So I called uh, Megan, Megan O'Neill, who I think is a brilliant writer, uh, Irish writer, uh, and she's really good at organising things. So she kind of, um, you know, what's the word? Kind of just organised. yeah. Yeah, kind of com- compartmentalized my head. Excellent. Uh, into, into we all need that sometimes, I think. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And she's brilliant at that. She's really good, so... Um, yeah, so I, I wrote this with her and uh, a guy called Mark Caprice, um, and it, it came out great. I was I was really chuffed with it. Is it quite nice to do collaborations like that? It is. I mean, it's nice to collaborate anyway. Yeah, I really like it. I think it kind of a it makes you immediately question what you're doing, um, whether what you've just said out loud for the first time without thinking um, made any sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of brings out other other thoughts as well. The th- the thing I like with with this song is, like I said, Meg- Megan's just really good at um, kind of seeing where a song should go. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes when when a song is so close to you, um, in this instance, you know, being about my son, uh, that's not always that clear. So you know, the outsider's point of view was very useful on this. You took a four year break. Was it difficult coming back to writing music again? Well, um, I guess I've had a four-year break, as in it's four years since my last album came out. Mm-hmm. I've released three EPs in that time. Okay. And then I've had to write songs for this record. So I did have a break kind of around the time the, the boy came along. That mm-hmm. was always kind of planned. 
and and then that break extended because the world shut down mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Unfortunately, so, uh, yeah. it, it, it was never kind of you know part of the plan to be away to to, to take four years to make a new record but I guess that's just how it goes sometimes. Was it nice to have that time, though, in a strange way? Definitely with the boy. Yeah. You know, that sort of time. I, I Being in uh, uh, the music industry and you, you kind of work with a lot of people who, um, you know, have kids and things and just miss a lot of stuff mm-hmm. um, through no fault of their own. Just, you know, that's their job and their job takes them away. Um, and I've been very mindful that I don't want to do that. So, you know, if I do go away, it's never for very long. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't like, uh, I, I did a tour. I can't remember when it was. It was a couple of years back with Deacon Blue, who I love. But just that I found really difficult just being away for, you know, 10 days in a row or something. I, I hated it. So, and I didn't hate the show or I hate the playing or, or the not. tour. It's just yeah. I hated being away. Of course. You know, that was a bigger pull than the the show maybe. So it was strange. This the whole, the whole way, the whole way my heart works now in music is different. So yeah. um, that's priorities take over sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And this is the second single from this forthcoming album, the sixth album, "Little Weaknesses," which is out in October the twentieth. What's it like to, I suppose, start into album six? Um. It felt a bit like starting again, mm. a bit like starting from scratch, a bit like I'm kind of, I've started my own record label, so I'm my own boss. Amazing. Um, I'm kind of making records, you know, if, if I don't like a song, then it's obviously not going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's kind of nice. It, it meant I could really be, you know, really have full creative control, which I've kind of had before. To an extent, I mean, I was signed to Ed Sheeran's label before this, and he was always very kind to say, you just have to make the record you want to make. Mm-hmm. But I think I always felt a bit of pressure to try and be pop-ish. Yeah. You know, but I, I don't, I definitely don't have that now. So that's quite nice to not not feel that sort of pressure. And that pressure never came from him, only from me, really. And I suppose with that, obviously, as you said, you get the control as well. Does that come with, you know, do you ever kind of go to outside places for advice or to have a listen and to, you know, give their feedback on it? Oh, with this record in particular, I I, I made, um, I think I wrote 60 plus songs for this record. Wow. And I whittled that down to 20. And then I sent those 20 out to 12 friends and ask them to judge them. (laughs) That's a risky one now. (laughs) Yeah, very much, very much. And I guess the hope was that it would, you know, all come back with a a perfect top. Of course. But it didn't quite work that way. So, um, but, you know, a a few definitely kind of shone through. Um, This one in particular, I think, got the full 12 marks. So that's good. Excellent. So, yeah, that, that was interesting. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd never, you know, almost made a record by committee in, in that mm-hmm. sense, but just kind of seeing where the songs were at and what fit together well, you know. It's quite nice um, to get that feedback as well. Yeah. And, and especially because obviously this was all kind of written within the, the lockdown. So I wasn't getting any immediate feedback because mm-hmm. I was never in a room with anyone. It was always a Zoom write or, or that's it really. It was only writing over over the computer so 
um, yeah, it, it was really nice to get that feedback from them. Would you ever road test music? Like if you'd been able to go out and sing it for an audience, do you ever test new music out with them? Uh, yeah, for sure. I, I certainly, I had this song when I was doing that Deacon Blue tour. So that got oh, sung cool. a few times on that tour and a couple others. Um, Little Weaknesses, which is the the name of the record and the song that got road tested as well. So a few of them did. Yeah, it's a nice thing to do. I can imagine. Does it has it ever happened where you've tested one out and it hasn't got the response you were expecting? Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely, definitely. And then, um, I, in fact, on this record, there's a song called "Play Opposite," which is probably, I, I think, um, the best song I've written. And I road tested that, and it went a bit flat. And I've stuck with it because I. I think it's really good. You back it. Yeah, and I think sometimes you have to do that because people don't necessarily hear the full thing until you've released it. Yeah, and maybe it's one of those songs that isn't an immediate pop yeah. hit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not it's not all bells and whistles. It's very subtle. It's kind of gentle. Um, but I, I really like the lyric in it. So, uh, yeah, I kind of stuck with this one. I hear there's also going to be vinyl for this album. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm a big fan of vinyl. This will be, in fact, all the records I've made now are out on vinyl. Um, My fourth album, which was called Happy Accidents, is no longer available. and uh, I only have about two copies. Oh, wow. But uh, apart from that, (laughs) everything else is available. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about that, too. It's, it's, you know, one of those things as a kid that I always loved records. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very chuffed to have it out on vinyl. So obviously it's available on vinyl. It's also available to pre-save at the moment, isn't it? The Little yes, Weaknesses that's, that's album. Correct. Yes. That's coming out on October the 20th. And then obviously When It Comes to Love is out at the moment. Jamie Lawson, thank you so much for chatting to us. Oh, thank you, Louise. I really appreciate it. Thanks a million.